Live from the Panels Cave, deep in the heart of a hollowed-out mountain, it's the 2014 Panels Awards with your hosts Richard Gray, David McVeigh, and David Longo. This is Behind the Panels. My spider senses are starting to tingle. Just hang on to your lariat. Wonder what kind of a scene I'm getting into. And welcome to Behind the Panels, issue 123, the comic book show that's giving out awards, apparently. I'm the golden Richard Gray. I'm the silver David McVeigh. <laughs> and I'm the shiny Dave Longo. <laughs> <laughs> so shiny. In this issue, we pick our favourite books of 2014 from Australia and around the world. If you don't hear your favourite book mentioned, it's okay. It just means you're wrong. <laughs> then we list our favourite events, films and television shows from what we've been reading and watching. Also, we look ahead to the shiny hats of 2015 and the gig delights it holds aloft on its hoverboard back. Plus, the cover story cover artist of the year award, the legends of 2014, some very special surprise guests, even to these guys, and our kick-ass pick of the year. This is Behind the Panels. That's for you, dear listeners. That's for you, Snake Eyes. I think you want, you said that you wanted that. <laughs> Finally. So, uh, absolutely. This this whole episode, as we said last week, is about putting some light back into the world. This is our favourite stuff. Mm. It has been a dark as hell week, people, around <laughs> the world, particularly here in Sydney and, and, and God, Cairns and everything that's going on around Australia and around the world at the moment. We just want to celebrate stuff that's fun and happy this week. So there'll be no none of these most overrated books of the year or none of these the worst movies and the worst books of the year. This is stuff we liked. This is our Christmas stocking stuffed up and given to you. This is our this is our this is our New Year's baby. Yes. <laughs> this is go. what this is. This is coming out just before the New Year's. So we actually streamlined the awards this year because it was got too hard last year to work out our favorite artists, our favorite writers, and all that sort of stuff. We've just stick to books. Uh, you know, graphic novels, favorite films, favorite TV shows, and you know some of the other fun stuff that we do along the way. So let us start out with our favorite new or limited series of 2014, and the nominees are the Vertigo Quarterly from uh, DC Vertigo Books, the Multiversity from DC Comics, uh, Gotham Academy from DC Comics, Ms. Marvel from Marvel, She-Hulk from Marvel. Daredevil from Marvel. Rocket Raccoon from Marvel. Deadly Class from Image Comics. Southern... Oh, sorry. Sorry, I jumped the yeah. gun. Southern <laughs> Bastards Image Comics. The Wicked and the Divine from Image Comics. Starlight from Image Comics. Outcast Image Comics. The Fade Out from Image Comics. Oh, wait up. Witches from Image Comics. <laughs> the oh, sorry, oh, the Autumn Lands Tooth and Claw Image Comics. Gru versus Conan from Dark Horse. Woohoo! <laughs> the, the Woods from Boom Studios. <laughs> Justice Incorporated, Dynamite Entertainment. And Wild's End from Boom Studios. Now, there's also a couple of big ones that came out this year that we really enjoyed. Things like Bitch Planet from Image, uh, Gotham by Midnight from DC, and Wolf Moon by Vertigo. Uh, they've, they've had like one issue out, so it's really hard, or two issues out. It's really hard to Let's judge them. Let's let them mature them. a little bit. But, uh, so, and we also, uh, so what we thought we'd do this time around is uh, present awards to actually, it's a long list, uh, and we couldn't decide one favorite book based on that. So we decided to make three categories out of this really long list. So limited series, for us, there was a really clear winner. Um, mm, Groove vs. Yes. Conan. No. Uh, <laughs> we love Groove vs. Conan. It was really hard not to give that an award this year. But the multiversity, it's still going. Mm. 
but really, this is the, the culmination of all of Grant Morrison's work. And it's an amazing... And it may be his swan song. And it from, may be yeah. his swan song. And because it's just, he's actually said he's going to give up doing capes and tights for a while. That's so. true. That's true, actually. So this could be his final but what a way thing. to go out, though. <clears throat> oh, yeah. 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 And we know he's got a couple of uh, creator-owned stuff things coming out mm. next year. But this is, yeah. This is everything that he's written about in books like Super Gods and his other writings. You know, it, you're seeing it here on panel. So unequivocally, this... Unequivocally? Unequivocally. That's, that's the, the one I'm looking that's for. That's the word. Uh, I think I tried to combine two words that mean different things <laughs> there. Uh, the Multiversity from DC is our favourite limited series this year. Now, for the ongoing, it was really hard to choose one because mainstream comics are doing some really, really interesting things at the moment, but so are some of the independent creator-owned mm. things. So we actually had to split that in half as well. Because I, I think I said on social media this week, I was finding it very hard not to nominate our second one and not give that the award here. In terms of mainstream books, Ms. Marvel, uh, this is G. Willow Wilson's take on Ms. Marvel, is phenomenal. This hasn't taken a step wrong yet. No. It's, no. A, it's a really good book because it's not only is it a mainstream uh, capes and tights book, but it's also dealing with with uh, immigrant issues. It's dealing with different cultures. It's it's a, a phenomenal and, book. And more often, and, and more than anything, it's a book of family, which yeah. is really getting back to the heart of what, Marvel comics were about mm. in the 60s. You know, the whole idea of it's just a young teenage girl who has to deal with her family and her family's issues as well as being a superhero. I think what's so time. fascinating about this book is also reading the letters pages at the back. Yeah. There are so many people writing and saying, thank you for my writing uh, a book about a minority yes, um, and showing it in such a natural, uh, um, uh, human light. You yeah. know? And I think that's just fabulous. I'm actually seeing, because I'm going to a conference for work next year, and G. Willow Wilson is actually one of the keynote speakers at the conference. I'm really oh, looking forward to seeing what she has to say about that. Now, Southern Bastards <laughs> is just a phenomenal book. Uh, this is, of course, Jason Aaron uh, with art by Jason Latour, mm. and both are working at the top of their game. This, this is exactly what creator-owned comics should be doing mm-hmm. right now. Dave, you got anything to add to that? About I, I agree 100%. It's a master, amazing. It's amazing. It, it is a masterpiece. I think yeah. you're almost going to say a masterpiece yeah, yeah, yeah. there, and I, I think you're wrong. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. I think we're about six, seven issues into this at the moment, and it is. The first arc alone and its ending. Which is out of a trade now. I out think. of this yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. Look, so they're three books. So if you only get three books from 2014, new and it's, books. It's, that it's came funny out. that you mentioned the the letters for Miss mm. Marvel. It's like the letters in Southern Bastards are <laughs> equally entertaining because <laughs> like there there are actual Southern Bastards that are writing in, not in, <laughs> not in on what the, the what, what the story's about. Oh, that's yeah, that's beautiful. I don't always get to the letters pages. There. Yeah. I might have to go back and look, yeah. flick through them. <laughs> that's brilliant. So yeah, the multiversity. Uh, best limited series, Ms. Marvel is our best mainstream ser- new series of 2014 and Southern Bastards are our best limited series of 2014. But pretty much everything we listed there is worth a read. Mm. And let's say um, it was a hard call with the fade out. The only reason the fade out's not going up at this point is there's not enough issues. Yeah, it's been mm. three issues, I think. Yeah. Everything else has had you know multiple yeah. issues um, out or a significant portion. Because the fade out is a phenomenal book. So. I, absolutely agreed. Now, continuing series, our next award we're calling our favourite continuing series that's not Saga <laughs> of 2014 because the reason we're doing that is because if we nominated Saga in this category, Saga would win this category every year till the end of time, even when it's not yeah, being published. It's, it's a little bit like... Uh, it's a little bit like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, uh, <laughs> it's a little bit it's like... like I'd still put Why the Last Man on this list if I could. It's like certain sitcoms that have come in the past, like Frasier or Cheers, yeah. where they just keep getting nominated. Every year, it's like, yeah. You know, it's like just 
give it a rest. Give it a rest. <laughs> yeah, it's like Big Bang you're, you're, you're doing fine. <laughs> you're doing yeah. fine. You did good. So the, the favourite continuing series, it's not Saga and doesn't star Jim Parsons. Now, let's do this in the same order again. So we've nominated Harley Quinn from DC Comics. Uh, the Private Eye from Panel Syndicate. Uh, Earth 2, DC Comics. Uh, Zero from Image Comics. Batman from DC Comics. Revival, Image Comics. Fatal, which is now finished from Image Comics. Uh, Lazarus from Image Comics. Hawkeye from Marvel. Captain Marvel from Marvel. Uh, Thor, God of Thunder from Marvel. Black Science, Image Comics. And finally, Velvet from Image Comics. We, we timed this really well on both yeah, of these. Yeah. Um, now, this, this was a really hard one because these are all series I've more or less kept up with uh, throughout the list. It's a, a strong there. list again. It's a very strong list. I mean, uh, we, we, <laughs> yeah. could, we could very easily say The Private Eye because then we could sort of sneakily include a Brian <laughs> K. <Moore laughs> series uh, without actually including uh, Saga I mean, in even Revival as well. As well. <coughs> Uh, like, Re- revivals re- uh, remain strong. That's twenty something issues in now, or something mm. like that. It's 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 More. phenomenal. Mm. Lazarus was one that and and part of the pun came back from the dead for me because the first <laughs> couple of issues left me a little cold, and then it just became it's it's rocker. And Earth Two was an absolute born again story. I, I, mean, I it think was just. Yeah, I think Hawkeye would be a shoe in, except for the fact that Hawkeye has kind of had its day. It's won almost every year. It's, it's coming to a close this year. And it's year. still brilliant. Don't it's get It's still wrong. brilliant. Yeah. It's coming to a close this year, so I think we should look at the whole thing as, as a complete piece mm. once it's done. Uh, but it's also been really patchy this year as well. Like it's it's had you know a lot of months off. A lot of months. Mm. Uh, so it's hard to kind of nominate that one. Batman... It's had two really strong arcs, but one arc that we didn't really enjoy in there as well. So uh, I think at the end of the day, we had to nominate, we had to award the book that we've had the most fun, consistent fun with, uh, and a book that's not only been a consistently fun book has spawned several specials, uh, one around Comic Con and 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 a, and a holiday special and an annual, and one you could scratch and sniff. and one you could scratch and sniff, <laughs> which was one of the most bizarre and fun episodes of the show this year. As has well. everybody guessed yet? <laughs> that's right. We're talking about Batman. No, we're talking about uh, yeah, Mr. Scott J. Sn- Scott Snyder's scratch and sniff Batman. That's what I want to read. We are talking, of course, about the one, the only. Harley Quinn. So congratulations, Harley. Uh, I'm, I'm sure actually Harley Quinn would probably like to accept this award herself. She she's, would come. She's looking at us right now. She was. Yeah, she a, is in a nice frame. A she couple is. of them actually. Yeah. She's, she's all around <laughs> us. That's why we had to award. Now for our next award, which <laughs> Australia's is, own Margot Robbie. Australia's right? own Margot Robbie. <laughs> yeah. For our next award, we this is our first surprise of the evening. Uh, we are awarding our favourite Australian release of the year, and we have live via satellite. Very special guest. Would you welcome to the show, Ms. Nicholas Scott, to introduce the Australian comic of the year. Hi everybody, I'm Nicholas Scott. Behind the panels reads hundreds of comics from around the world, but it's Australia that they still call home. The following nominees are just a small sample of the growing output from local writers and artists in this past year. And the nominees are... Winter City by Patrick and Carl Purcell with art by Pablo Verdugo Munoz and David Aravina Riquelme at Winter City Productions. Fly by Andrew Constant and Catherine Mann for Self Comics. Awkward by Jace Harper at Milk Shadow Books. Dear Editor by Ryan K. Lindsay and Sammy Cavella for Four Color Raider. From Above by Craig Bruin and is self-published. And lastly, Oi Oi Oi, an anthology published by Comics Oz. Thank you, Nicola. 
Wow. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so Nicola will be back perhaps later in the episode. Uh, but, uh, yes, I, I gave Nicola a call this week and asked her if she would do an introduction for us, and she was very great, uh, graciously said yes. So uh, that was our first surprise guest of the evening. That is fantastic. And, and let's remind listeners, well, you can hear more of Nicola Scott at our live show. Yes. She was on our live show. Yes, look, uh, and she, she, she may be the recipient of award this year because this is that would mark this is marks her third appearance on our show this year. Uh, she was in our 100th episode. We did an interview yes. with her and Tom Taylor. She was on our uh, live show, our first live show ever. Um, and again, to present our first Australian, or our second actually Australian uh, Comic of the Year award, uh, we had to, we, this was a really tough year this year. And it's actually, I, I was remiss to not mention a couple of other books uh, that I really enjoyed this year, including Adventures of Rudy Cool by Sir Abdel Rio. Um, and look, Almost everybody that we met at a con or, or or event this year had something to give us. There was there was Bullet Gal. We got sent a bunch of those. Mm. We 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 saw like there was just so many different books uh, this year. Uh, Louis Joyce's stuff was was phenomenal as well. Mm. Although I think the Many Adventures of Harold Holt came out last year, so it missed out on the uh, nominations for this year. We still need to get Louis year. Joyce on. We do need to get Louis on. Louis's got to come back on next year to talk. I've read about a lot of Aquaman lately. Aquaman. He needs to come on. <laughs> but we had to at at the end of the day we had to award uh, a book that just took me by surprise and it came out and it was a con exclusive and probably because we, we were really excited to be at the cons and everything was great and we had um, him on later to talk about uh, the show which uh, talk about the book as well which was Fly by Andrew Constant with beautiful art by Catherine Mann this was a Gestalt book so congratulations to Andrew and Catherine on uh, their first win on the Behind the Panels Awards uh, and we're looking forward to the stuff you've got coming out next year as Absolutely. well which is more Broken Line I believe from Andrew and I think he was such good fun when we had him on for the Greg Rucker show oh he'll be back too we'll definitely yeah. uh, so I think it's time though for a short break and we'll be right back after these short messages. Clark, my story made the front page. Gee, Lois, high blood cholesterol and heart attacks. Your number can tell you where you stand. Do you know your number? Well, don't worry. If it's high, you don't have to be Superman to lower it. Lucky for me, huh? <laughs> Even if you're feeling like Superman, you need to know your cholesterol number. And we're back. Thank you, Amy. Uh, so uh, it's time to talk about our favourite event of the year. And events are things that we like to complain about a lot. Uh, but uh, <laughs> there have been a lot of events. That's probably why we like to complain about them. Uh, so in no particular order, um, our nominees for our favourite event of the year include Forever Evil from DC Comics. Original Sin from Marvel. Futures End DC Comics. <laughs> you barely got that out. Zero Year from DC Comics. Prometheus Alien Predator Fire and Stone from Dark Horse. Spider-Verse Marvel. Axis from Marvel. Godhead DC Comics. Death, oh sorry. Ooh, the Death of Wolverine Marvel. <laughs> and the X-Files Conspiracy from IDW. I keep jumping the gun. I'm used to us going back and forth uh-huh. on the news headlines. Uh, this one wasn't so hard to pick. No. No. Uh, because uh, we actually uh, didn't enjoy a lot of the uh, events this year because uh, some of them started out really well and just sort of plowed off the rails after a while. Some of them, like Death of Wolverine, just felt like... Some of them they, just they, kept going. Yeah, some of them kept going, going forever. Going. Uh, two here stood out, though. Yeah. Um, but it ultimately had to come down to one. Yeah, and it's the one that we actually did as a pick of the week and because the actual six or seven issues of mm. the main series... Uh, was solid as hell, and you didn't have to read anything else yeah. to enjoy those seven issues. We are, of course, talking about Original Sin, mm. 
which uh, was just and it's just, just come out in a trade too. It's just come should, out in a yeah. trade. This was Jason Aaron, wasn't it? Yep. Did yeah. uh, original sin, and it is a tight piece of writing. Yeah, it's awesome. So that's actually Jason Aaron's second win. Yeah, uh, I think the, the, run, the runner up here mm. would have been the main the main arc of Forever Evil, which, not which, all the extra which actually stuff. started last year and finished off this year. Correct, because it did go for a while. Uh, the unfortunate thing with Forever Evil was that the ending was kind of spoiled by the fact that there were post Forever Evil books coming out because of the way they'd missed it the timing. It was tainted by the tie-ins. Yeah, it was tainted by the tie-ins, but it was also tainted by some some missed scheduling yeah. along the way. And so you got books that spoiled the last issue, things Correct. to do with Nightwing yeah. and whatnot. that already announced the Grayson stuff by the time issue seven. It just became really confusing towards the end. So we kind of knew how it was going to end. And then ultimately it sort of half led into the stuff that Whereas followed Original well. Sin was clean. I mean, you just read it and it was all the way up to the last issue going, and, where is this going to go? And you sure, know? it actually set up a whole bunch of other stuff that came later. Like, it's set up. But a good event should do that. Yeah, it yeah. It shouldn't just be an ad for another event, but no. it should set up new things for the universe. And yeah, new series came out of the back of yeah. it. But, but Female Thor came out of this. Female Thor came out of it. Uh, the, the, the Fate of the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. came out of this. Just things that, that were really, really cool that they went on to do. But the event itself still stands alone as a great yeah. event. And, and introduces one of the most unique characters, uh, yeah. from, which was the eyeball guy. <laughs> the eyeball guy. Okay. Do anyone remember his name? No, not the top of my no. head. But the, the, the you'll never forget the orb. The orb. The orb. Yeah. orb. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. And he was great. I, I really, really, really enjoyed that guy. No, look, Original Sin to me is what, a, what an event should be. Self-contained, mm. epic. Epic as hell, mm. containing almost all the characters you want to see in an event uh, and just with really solid writing Really solid art and genuine twists. Yes, has kept kept me on the edge of my seat, and what made me want the next issue immediately. And I had to wait. I think we only had to wait two weeks between issues. For yeah, this one. I think I remember that. Yeah, too, yeah. I think, yeah, it, I think and, that helped. So it was over pretty quickly. Mm. Uh, so which was really good. The the some of the tie in events not so great. Probably the weakest of the tie in ones was the Guardians of the Galaxy one, mm. which was uh, they used that as an excuse to finally tell us what happened to Richard Rider and and Star Lord in the Cancerverse. And it was, I mean, I don't think that any answer would have been satisfying, but it was, it was particularly we unsatisfying. No, we didn't need it. In fact, that could have remained a mystery. It could have been one of those things where they always winked the camera. Whatever happened. You know, whatever happened. Right. Go, well, we'll get back to that. Uh, and that would have been such a Guardians thing to do, Ooh. to never explain yeah, yeah. it, you know. <laughs> but unfortunately, you know. Or just had Groot explain it. Yeah. Oh, Groot, I'm Groot, I'm Groot, I'm Groot. And Rocket's going, you did what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, that's yeah. You know, that's actually the thing. He uh, it would be Peter Quill explaining everything that happened, but it's to Groot, and so <laughs> he can never tell anybody. Mm. That's what I would have loved. Oh, brilliant! I loved it. Um, this this year as well has been, I think, in many ways, the graphic novels made a bit of a triumphant return. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a lot, a lot more of our picks have been standalone graphic novels. There's been a bunch of them that we haven't uh, covered on the show that have come out this year. There's been a lot of uh, like Earth. I think there's been a couple of Earth ones. There's a Teen Titans Earth one that came out last month that we haven't I've just picked that up. I'm looking forward to reading it. Yeah, me too. And I think we'll do that early next year. Um, But I think we're looking at coming back with something a little bit bigger uh, early next year. You've got a big plan for us. I've got a big plan for episode one next year. But uh, there's been a bunch of graphic novels that actually came out that really grabbed our attention and that we've covered um, at least uh, three of them either on the site or on the show and a couple of other ones that I've read that have been really, really, really good. I am, of course, talking about... Black Sad Amarillo uh, from Dark Horse in the US and Editions Dagor in Europe. Seconds from Ballantine. 
Uh, Zatanna Black Canary, Bloodspell, DC Comics. The Hip Hop Family Tree Book 2, 1981 to 1983 from Fantagraphics. Can't we talk about something more pleasant from Bloomsbury? No, David, we're doing the nominations. <laughs> 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 Battling Boy, The Rise of Aurora West, first, uh, second. And it's a, it's a weird publisher title, isn't it? Yeah. First, second. Yeah. Um, and there's, look, just quickly to talk about some of those, uh, we didn't do Black Sad or, or Black Sad. Black Sad. Uh, there's been no agreeing on, on how to pronounce that. Um, I'm Rio on the show. I did a review for it on the website. It's the fifth volume, effectively, of or the third if you're getting the US. Yeah, we editions. only covered the first volume. Of That's the right. Show, yeah. So there's, it's the fifth album if you're using the the uh, the European terminology, and it's still a beautiful book. It's set in the 1950s. It's got this real beat generation feel to it. The Zantana Black Canary Blood Spell we actually did on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did it as a feature pick of the week, and it was a lot of fun because it kind of had that old DC animated series feel to it. The Hip Hop Family Tree. Uh, this is the second volume there's a third volume coming out next year these are really fun because mm-hmm. it's actually the history of old school hip hop but told through graphic literature but also told through stories and sorts of things And, and the, yeah they're and the, awesome Yeah, I, remember, I got one for free comic book day yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it's, and, it's and unreal the yeah. artwork has got this kind of like it feels like it's on old print paper mm. as well it, it's, it's very, they're very very cool can't we talk about something more pleasant it's one of those books that's turned up on every single must read um, graphic novel lists of 2014 in the UK and in the US mm-hmm. alike. It's 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 a mixture of um, graphic literature, a little bit sort of storybook photos. It's autobiographical. It's about dealing with death. It's it's very funny, very sweet. Um, and Battling Boy: The Rise of Aurora West is actually a prequel to Paul Pope's Battling Boy. Both are books that I think we should be doing next year because they are both phenomenal. We'll come and visit them, um, yeah. yeah, and I almost bought you both Battling Boy for <laughs> um, uh, for Christmas, but uh, uh, I, I went in a different direction. <laughs> um, but, of course, I think just by process of elimination, you've probably worked out the book that we've decided to award was a book that we all gushed about uh, when we did it as our pick of the week. Um couple of months ago, which was, was of course Brian Lee O'Malley's Seconds. This is an amazing book. Valentine book. This is Brian Lee O'Malley is of course uh, the author of Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. uh, another book we're yet to do on the show. Uh, which is listed in the thousand. Which is listed comics. in the thousand. Well, we're only 123 <laughs> issues here for this thing. We've, we've, we've got plenty of time to do all the classics. Uh, but it's one of those books that just kind of like the movie Chef earlier this year, just connected with me on a personal level because mm-hmm. it was sort of where I'm at in my life also myself. Also about food, funnily enough. Also about food. <laughs> also about, you know, crises at a certain point in life. Yeah. And also about, you know, wanting to, wanting to wondering, you know, where it went wrong and wanting to change your life and not knowing how to do it and trying to take the easy way out and then trying to, you know, finding mm. doing what you love the most mm, is mm. really your path in life. I, I, re- I read a funny quote this morning. I can't remember. I can't. Don't know who to attribute it to. It was like, find the thing you love most in life, and then do it in evenings and weekends till you die. <laughs> 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 so, uh, but seconds seconds is just a beautiful standalone graphic novel. It's one of those ones. It's a, it's a thick little uh, little sucker. Mm. Um, Yet it's not dense. But it's not dense. You read yeah. the thing in a night. Because you can't stop reading it. I lent it to a friend uh, and she returned it to me like virtually the next day and said, wonderful. I've handed the book to my mother at the moment because my mother's yeah. not um, big on comics, quote unquote. <laughs> but I said, Kids book. this isn't just a comic. Read no, it. this is a piece of literature. Read yeah. this and, and and enjoy. So it's, um, it's a beautiful book, and in fact, it's one of those books. I I reckon. I don't know if you guys agree with this. That if you were trying to, if you wanted like a standalone thing to get people into reading a comic. Uh, oh, totally. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Mm. This is an intro book. Because someone actually asked me the other day. They said, "Oh, like my girlfriend's looking for 
um, some books with some strong female protagonists in it. Oh, you yeah. know, can can you recommend one for me? And I'm what capes and on capes are like. And I recommended Ms. Marvel and Captain Marvel. I recommended Rat Queens. And um, I think I recommended Sex Criminals because it's getting you know great reviews. I haven't kept up to date with it, but it's got a strong female protagonist in it. But I also recommended Seconds mm. because uh, Katie Clay, I, I believe, is the is the mm-hmm. she's a great character. She's a great character. Yeah. Full stop. Because she's already like the 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 co owner slash head chef at this one restaurant wants to open a second restaurant of her own, but she's crippled by her own uh, indecision and anxieties and stuff. And, and tries to, to basically hack life, try and cheat life to get out of it. Another one to recommend to your friend would be Fables. I also um, I did recommend for Fables. Snow, for Snow's characters. Snow's characters, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, but this is, this, this is this, to me, this ranks up there with Fables, Why the Last Man, and all those kind of books mm. in terms of something. You don't read comics? These are great comics to recommend to people who don't yeah, read well, comics. Well, we declared this know? a Comics 101 yeah. at the time. This was Sargar. Yeah, and to me it is the, the best quite easily the best graphic novel of 2014. Mm. So that is why we have awarded it such um, in these things we are calling the panels awards. (laughs) Uh, It's time to go from the printed stuff to the audiovisual. Every year, there are more and more films and TV shows based on comic books. The panel boys do their best to watch them all and pick their favorites. What a bunch of f***ing nerds. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what did she just say? <laughs> I think she called us a bad word. Um, this has been undoubtedly one of the biggest years mm-hmm. uh, for films and television. And we say that every year, but they just keep getting bigger. Bigger. You actually look at a chart of all the there's, – there's something like 30 to 40 – Superhero films mm. from all the various companies being released between now and 2020. Except I don't believe Fantastic Four is real. I, I, <laughs> I, I, no, I tend to agree with you, but our nominees uh, by process of elimination for our favorite comic book movies of 2014 are The Amazing Spider-Man 2 by Sony. Blue is the warmest color transmission. Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Disney. Guardians of the Galaxy, Disney. Sin City, a dame to kill for, icon. Snowpiercer. We've forgotten who the distributor was. <laughs> X-Men, Days of Future Past, Fox. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Paramount. Big Hero 6, Disney. And that is a big list. It is a big now, list. Now, some of you might be going, okay, Blue is the Warmest Colour came out last year. Yeah, but we didn't get it in Australia mm-hmm. till February, something like that. See, whenever we did the book earlier in the year, that's about the time it came out in the cinema. Look, this is one of those things where like, there's it like... Four, three or four films on this list where if it was any other year mm. and these, these mm. movies came out, we would say that was the greatest movie, not only of this year, but of any other year. Yeah. Uh, things like Captain America, The Winter Soldier. When that came out in mm. April... I think, I think so. it was something like that. Yeah, yeah I think we it was. all rightfully said this is the best Marvel movie to date. Yeah, because it was. It was a spy movie it throwback to the seventies. Still is unbelievable. It's phenomenal. Well, and at the time, you guys said this is the best comic book movie you've ever seen. And at the time, we were right. You were at the time we were right. It's it's been a weird sort of list because you look at some of the movies on that list, and they're not all traditional superhero movies either. Blue is the warmest color, and Snowpiercer is certainly not your traditional. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Capes and stuff like capes that. Capes and stuff like that. And I and I think if we were doing a list for traditional capes and non-traditional capes, uh, non-traditional comic book adaptations, 
I, I guess you would argue, Dave, that Snowpiercer would probably lead the pack for the non-traditional I guess, I guess kind of so, ones. Because yeah. you you were saying earlier in the year when Snowpiercer came out that it's mm. hands down one of your favourite films. It, it's of in the my year. top five of the year still. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There's a couple of There's films. There's so many good films that have just come out, though, in the last few months. It's so uh, hard to... It is really hard. It's I mean, insane, we, I mean, know? just non, non-superhero stuff in the last couple of days. I saw Whiplash. Whiplash, yeah. We both saw it independently yeah. of each other yesterday. Yeah. And St. Vincent, um, Vincent today was great. Today. Yeah. yeah. And that was, I mean, so there's so many great films that have come out this year. And like, I, I, it was hard to. I mean, Boyhood was out this year. Boyhood was out this year. There's just so many, so many great films this year. And, and, you know, I look back and thought, oh, it hasn't been a great year of film. And then Chef. Chef. Mm. Chef. And that was so released so early in the year, I almost forgot about it. But uh, just on superhero movies and or comic book adaptations alone, it's been. An amazing year. Now, Sin City, a Dame to Kill for, I didn't enjoy that much. But I know you. I didn't mind you it. You liked yeah. it more than I did. I still haven't seen it. It should be out soon. <laughs> yeah. But the thing I'm is, waiting for the Blu ray. But again. But I mean, like, even Ninja Turtles, I really liked. I, I saw Ninja <laughs> Turtles know? for the first yeah. time the other night. It's fun. Yeah. It's like, a lot I, of fun. I didn't watch it in the cinemas. I withheld it for so yeah. long, and it's actually really enjoyable. It's actually it's, it's a Baymax production, sure, yeah. but it's uh, not Baymax in the sense of Big Hero 6. Baymax, <laughs> but, uh, but, but it's definitely a Michael Bay production, but it is fun. I mean, X-Men Days of Future Past is a phenomenal mm. X-Men film. Yes. It is amazing, amazing film. It's a return to form for Brian Singer. It's a return to form for the X-Men franchise. No, it's and the film it's, that's saving the X-Men film. Yeah, basically. and it's given them license to do whatever they want. Yeah. But there's a movie we haven't spoken about. And Blue is the Warmest Color is a phenomenal oh, is a phenomenal is a three film. three hour movie that you have to be in the right emotional state. Yeah, I mean this is, uh, and we're, we're not talking about you know capes or, or no. what is traditionally even a comic book movie. But this is a film where you watch <laughs> it and go, the source material was a graphic novel, yeah. but this is because it's transcended that's, its material. Yeah, that's where else. you go and get your love. Yeah, <laughs> we should now, talk about where you can come and get your. Love. Yeah, come exactly. Ah, nice segue. I, I just want to point out, Blue is the Warmest Color should have a warning. Do not watch this if you've recently broken up with anyone. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, and do uh, not watch it with your parents. That's no. right. <laughs> or your 15-year-old son. <laughs> wow. Um, he didn't. Uh, yeah, but speaking of coming <laughs> yeah, and getting make it clear, Mary. Speaking of coming and getting your love. Did you have? Do you, you even have that lined up on your soundboard uh, you, there? You know, I may actually have that. Let me. Let me oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's happening with my iPad here? Uh, I think you believe. Because I think you mean this. That's right, kids. The winner of this year's comic book from the year is Guardians of the Galaxy, bitch. You're welcome. Look, it, it, it might not be the best movie of the year, like, critically. In inverted commas, it did but, pretty well, man. It got like it, it was my it's my favorite. It got like Rotten Tomatoes. I'll watch score. it at least once every six it months for the rest universe, of my life. It is universally yeah. loved, though. It really it is. is. Yeah. It has become yeah. it has become a phenomenon. And you know what? We said years ago, and I think it was years ago now when we actually did Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, back in twenty twelve as, as a comic yeah. book. I said if they ever make a film of this, because we didn't know at that point. I said if they ever make a film, it will be the Star Wars of a next generation. Yep. I think we can pan that out. Yeah, I, I I agree. And the, the the worst critics of this have actually said, "Oh, it's a cut rate Star Wars." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> quite deliberately so. You know, and, and the yeah. point is. <laughs> 
and, and the thing is, it, it's 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 funny, and it, people, the people who said that it, it it was just too much like the other Marvel movies. I don't know what movie you were watching. Yeah. All right. So this, to put this into context, I saw it four times at the cinema. I saw it five times you at the saw cinema. It five times at the cinema. You saw I was it five, I think, as five well. Five times at yeah. the cinema, and, and I've, I've watched it four times on Blu-ray. I've watched it two so, or three times since then. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, so, since since the Blu-ray <laughs> release. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I've just watched scenes of it. Yeah, just like sat down. I want to see the prison break today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Watch the commentary scenes, the deleted yeah. scenes. You know what? What extra features there were. This not to mention how many times I've played that soundtrack. Are yeah, you kidding. Well, but oh. the soundtrack is in yeah. constant rotation. Yeah. So. And do you know it actually like got some Grammy award? I think because oh, yeah? it 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 best compilation. Or best something? Oh, like awesome. it, it the highest selling compilation. Like it was the number one record. Which was the first time a, 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 an album had gone to number one based purely on uh, archived hits. You know, in in so many years, I can't remember what it was. Like you know, uh, James Gunn put the seventies and eighties music back on the map again. I actually know? met it's, somebody the other day who actually said, and I swear to you, he said this. He goes, "I finally watched Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't like it." Mm. So I finally met somebody. I hadn't actually met. <laughs> yeah. It's better than the person I met recently who said, to, "I don't don't really watch movies. I just I just go. I just don't like going and sitting." Liar. Yeah. No. I. I that's what I said. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> I'm still uh, friends with the person who didn't like Guardians, but I'm, I'm going to name and shame and say Eden Tisk 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 Tisk. Eden, uh, I don't know you, but come on, man. <laughs> the, look, there was no question. Guardians of the Galaxy is look. We we rabbit. We 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 said we could do a, a, a special on Guardians of the Galaxy every week and not get sick of it. Mm. I I stand by that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, no shoes were required to be eaten this year. Yes. No, we actually yeah. did retract that. We did get an email about that asking when he was going to eat. Yeah, no, but we yeah. officially listen to the show. We officially, yeah, if you listen to the show, you know that we dissolved him. Yeah. We said no. No one can be made to eat a shoe for loving this film. No. Which is... But the thing is... I mean, I, I single-handedly willed that movie to a success. You, we, we, we know that. You know, right? Like, <laughs> it was single-handed because the other hand was busy yeah. most of the time while watching that <laughs> film. <laughs> Careful, boys. We are laughing at our own yeah. jokes again. <laughs> no, look, honestly, uh, it had everything I wanted in, in a film full stop. It was funny. It was action-packed. It was... Charming as hell. Um, and it was the adaptation of one of my favorite comics that I wanted to see on screen. Mm, it, was it was marvelous. Oh, uh, I think I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was delicious. No, that's not no, going to work, ever no, work. Yeah, ever. Uh, comic book series. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any other awards after that one? <laughs> the, the, this has been a year that... that a lot of really good comic book televisions come out. We've actually had simultaneously running on the air Arrow, Constantine, The Flash, Gotham, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., The Walking Dead, and none more for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I was toying with doing that, like. <laughs> and all of them have been, with, with the exception of one of them, all of them have been. You could have added, uh, like. Comic book men, just to just to round, oh, yeah. just to round it off. Comic book men. There you go. Just and post him. The uh, yeah, look, it's it's uh, it's it's been a really 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 uh, interesting. Uh, it's been year. a great year. It's it's been look, it's been it's been one of those years where I've had to keep up with everything. I just had to keep up with everything because they've all been so good. I think the standouts just just working in tandem together have been Arrow and the Flash. Yes. Uh, and and Arrow is phenomenal this year. 
absolutely phenomenal this year. Um, it came in off the back of a strong second, a really strong second season, and just launched straight out of the gate into doing what it does best, which is being a great comic book adaptation mm. that's built up a DC universe on screen. And we should also talk about. Um, Coming out of the gate strong, which was also Marvel's Agents of Shield. Amazing, which, yeah. Well, season one, we'd written this show off up until up until Captain America came out, and mm. suddenly the the rule book got thrown out the window, and they basically said we have to do something completely different, and the show reflected it. And the second half of Marvel's Agents of Shield went stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger all the way up until the and end. It's basically that Marvel's Agents of Shield episodes from this year. Yeah. So the second half of season one, which was post uh, Captain America Correct. and the first half so far of and season, season two. two just bolted out of the gate yeah. with absorbing man we've got we've got a legitimate avenger in the team now we've got we've got mockingbird mockingbird yeah yeah and uh, it, it, it's played amazing. by Wonder Woman. Played by yeah, former Wonder <laughs> Woman. So this this is an amazing show. We we absolutely love it. So we've got nothing bad to say about Marvel Marvel's Agents of Shield. Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Patton Oswalt's in it. Oh yeah, multiple Patton Oswalt's are in it this season. <laughs> and what a joke they've had with that. They've they've had so much fun with what is he? Why yeah. why are there so many and, of him? And people I, like Bill Paxton's in it, right? And yeah, pa- Paxton, Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle, Kyle McLaughlin's McLaughlin. in it. It's been an amazing season so and far. And lately we've been having all these wonderful flashbacks with uh, Agent Carter because her series is yes, coming. That's so coming. having these flashbacks that actually shows the Howling Commandos we've yeah. had them in. It's like, this is awesome. And, you know? and, you know, as played by the same people who played it in the first yes. Captain America. We, the thing I love about uh, the fact that we've got a mid-season break where we get an Agent Carter series. Yes. How amazing is that? That's fantastic. It's, it's fantastic. I can't wait for this. The war- I have to give major props to AMC's The Walking Dead because... We've had issues with the series in the past. It's it's you know peaks and troughs. This season came off the back of one of the biggest uh, uh, season finales last year. Was phenomenal and has kept up this pace and intensity. And more to the point, a direct adaptation of some of my favorite storylines from the book over the last couple yeah, of years. This is a series I need to catch. Back I need to catch up so yeah. much. And, yeah. and it's really good. And the mid-season finale was one of the biggest gut punches. That I'm still upset over. Yeah, I've got some time you know? off coming so, up, people. I'm yeah, doing, I know that's how I I'm feel. I'm going to be doing some catching yeah. up. The other series I want to mention very quickly. Look, there's also Gotham, and we should mention Gotham has been high in the ratings. Yes, uh, it, it has, has been a show. Actually, it has yeah, been a show. Really. It has <laughs> hasn't really done well. Yeah, yeah it has been done, doing yeah. well, and it but yeah. it's bat, it's Batmanish. Everything Batmanish does yeah. reasonably. Yeah, I guess well. so. Yeah. But the series that I was most impressed with, uh, which its fate has been kind of in the balance, is uh, NBC's Constantine, mm. which is. Uh, a really relatively faithful adaptation of the New 52 Constantine, granted. And from what I understand, it is coming back, but it'll be back in a slightly better time slot in the States than it was mm. uh, before. And this is this is a break. series that when it first started, I kind of went, ooh, I don't know if this is going to translate well, but has actually gotten better with each new episode. I'm, Problem is I'm, its audience has been dropping off with each new episode. And this so. is the one I'll admit to being a bit behind on, so yeah. I have to catch up with that. But of course, that leaves our winner. Uh, for our favorite comic book TV series of the year, which is without a doubt the brand new The Flash. Uh, this is a series that came out of the gate running, really, running. <laughs> it came out strong. First episode leaked months yeah. before it actually came out, and almost I almost believe the conspiracy that it would have actually been. The CW that leaked it. It almost yeah. feels like they were looking to see, get feedback. And it got on such it. amazing positive review. It, 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 I think it had the highest debut of a CW show. And this is after it got leaked. So it after it got leaked. So, so yeah, everyone's yeah, still. It's done strong. Yeah, and it actually had a couple of extra minutes in the in the final broadcast version. 
Um, it it out of out of out of the gate, the first episode ends with a teaser for things to come, mm. the future. It te- let's face it, the first episode of the Flash TV series teases Crisis. Yes, <laughs> and Gorilla Grodd. And Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> now, and this is a season where we've had, um, it has been a little bit villain of the weeky, like monster of the week. We're setting up the rogues gallery. But it is fun as hell. And the, the thing, about, it's setting up the rogues gallery quickly because the thing about the Flash is it's always about the rogues. Yes. So you have to get all these people out there really quickly. And we've already started, we're actually now at a point in the series where Captain Cold's about to come back. Yes. So we've set up all the rogues, now we can start bringing them back. And, okay, we've had other highlights this season, of course, a couple of crossovers with Arrow. And an amazing crossover, Uh, The the, the debut episode had Arrow in it. Um, Felicity came to to visit him at one point. And then we had the two-part crossover, it was around the episode eight. Arrow flash fight. The Arrow flash fight was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, You know, for, for many, many reasons. And both shows learned from each other. That they could, uh, that Arrow could be a bit more playful. That Flash could start bringing in more elements from all over the DCU. Uh, but Flash is just because it's a new show, but it, it gets from the start that comic book TV shows can be fun. Mm. They can be fun. They don't it's have to be dark, dark and brooding. brooding. No, it's no, it's great fun. And, and look, Grant Gustin's just charming. Yes, he is. You know, <laughs> and his team is a lot of fun. Doctor Wells yeah. is really interesting. Look, everybody's doing a great job. And can we just say Reverse Flash? Oh, yeah. We got reverse flash. We actually had a reverse... <laughs> From episode one. Yeah, we had a reverse flash flash fight in, in the mid-season finale. Yeah. God, people, come on. How lucky are we to get this? <laughs> That's amazing. Look, this is a series as well, just to throw out there, that my son, who is a quality snob, let's face it, he's a child that has grown up with Blu-ray and high def and, and superior special effects, and he sits there week in, week out with the flash and just goes, my God. God, what they're doing with effects is amazing for television, you know? Yeah. So he said, yeah. So this is a series. The two series he looks forward to, and this is from a 15-year-old's perspective, he always watches Flash first, first, first and foremost, followed by Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. then Arrow. That's his sequence at the moment. That's pretty much how That's I watch awesome. them now these yeah, days, yeah. too. You know, so. Um, Okay, so look, just very quickly, I, I just have to mention this because we, we lifted it up on the site. Just, just a couple of people who have uh, left us this year. Uh, just some of the major uh, people that, that, that have gotten headlines, at least, and, and apologies if I've missed anybody. Jeremy Dale, the creator of Skyward. Uh, Stan Goldberg, who was a veteran Marvel artist, colorist, and Archie Comics artist. Dick Ayers, who was the original Ghost Rider co-creator and Sergeant Fury artist. Lorenzo Simple Jr., who, who co-created the Batman TV series, the original 1960s Batman TV series. And, of course, this is one that a couple of people alerted me to. Australian cosplayer Justin Costello, who's better known as Justin a character. Uh, you, you've undoubtedly seen him at, at a con. I mean, he's, he's done dozens of characters and he did them really 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 well he did a lot of work with Starlight Children's Foundation and headed Gotham's finest here in Australia he'll definitely be missed uh, from the local scenes that's just a little tribute I just wanted to make to <laughs> I cut that off very suddenly you did that was very abrupt <laughs> uh, to I actually slipped on, <laughs> on the button there so not to take anything away from that these guys will be uh, definitely missed uh, from comics and they've all contributed whether it's either at events mm. uh, or, or more broadly speaking uh, to the comics creator, to the to the comics uh, industry, over the course of the last looking at these people, 50, 60 years. Yeah, I mean, especially so, when you go back uh, to Sergeant Fury and Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah. so uh, that's uh, yeah, it's always sad when people leave yeah, us, sure. uh, but we are we must move on because this is a celebratory show, after all. And now I don't know whether to do our special awards first or go on to do our audience awards first. Let's do the special awards first and then get into some. Uh, 
listener feedback effectively there. So the first special award I would like to give out uh, is is an award that I've chosen uh, because I do my regular cover story. uh, Yes, and uh, it's a great great article, by the way. Yeah, thank you. I've been a little bit slack with it this year, (laughs) but I've got one coming out this month and I've done one the last couple of months. Now, this is uh, the best cover artist of the year because I love cover art because I think almost – and I can see, David, from the the cover art you've got up around – around you as well you do as well i've decided wall, to car- wall comics <laughs> well one last year i gave it to a name that kept turning up in my list which is francesco francovia who was yes. amazing this year i turned up to another name that turns up consistently in my lists which is mike del mondo now mike deadly del mondo has been a top cover artist for years mostly at marvel but he's been nominated for an eisner for his x-men legacy covers and if you've seen those they're absolutely phenomenal uh, so in 2014, his covers and interiors for Electra alone probably would have set him apart from the crowd, but he did pieces for Iron Man 25, which is phenomenal. Deadpool kills Deadpool covers. Uh, the second one for that is particularly special. And, of course, more X-Men legacy stuff. So congratulations to Mike Del Mondo. Uh, you are our cover story, best cover artist for 2014. There is no cash prize. <laughs> um, now, we also have to reward... Every year we, we, we give out a Legend of the Year award, someone who's stood out uh, either we just thought they've done outstanding work this year or that they've been great to the show or that we just wanted to, to pay tribute. And uh, Scott Snyder is someone that we're giving our Legend of the Year award to this year uh, simply because uh, apart from the fact that he's really headed out of the park with uh, things like Witches and the most recent Batman arc, Ooh. Uh, and I'm not going to into details on this, but following an episode we did earlier this year, I had a conversation with Scott um, offline, and he was really, really generous in explaining uh, a lot of the uh, motivations he had behind certain arcs and certain stories that he did that made me help me better understand not only his arc, but also where he was coming from in terms of uh, some of his story arcs being a response to depression and his his interpretation of that. So uh, Scott, and I'm really looking forward to what he's got in store for us yeah, next yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we can all agree that our legend of the year this year is Scott Snyder. I agree. Scott was unavailable for, for exactly <laughs> the award, but... Uh, An American except, Vampire, just to drop it in. American yeah, Vampire, yeah. which is coming back. Yeah, and it has, it has been so, back early, earlier in the year. Earlier in the year, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that one entirely. It's funny, I always forget about American Vampire, but I always enjoy it when I read it. Yeah, it's because they took that, like, uh, I think Massive two years off yeah. they were away for it. yeah uh, but I suppose it's how you get quality with, with mm. creator and comics so congratulations Scott um, I'll accept the award on your behalf <laughs> I wish there was a cash prize I wish there actually was an award and of course our, <laughs> our parallel award is our dead set legend of the year award uh, which uh, this year of course last year we gave to uh, Tom Taylor mm. And, of course, if we gave it to Tom Taylor last year, we have to give it to the person who's been on our show three times this year, <laughs> Nicola Scott. Nicola, congratulations on the award. <laughs> Get that legend. I think that's fucking hilarious. Thank you very much, fellas. Uh, I will carry this trophy with pride. <laughs> well done, Nicola. Thank you so much. And we also, oh, oh, Nicola's also a dead set legend because she did this for us. Yes. <laughs> she came in and did an introduction for us. Now is the time that we uh, get to pick. Um, It's our pick of the year. Well, see how you like this. What is it, Batman? Whatever it is, it's it's awfully funny. (laughs) It's the pick of the week. For the year. (laughs) (laughs) Nice drop. (laughs) So (laughs) we're laughing at our own jokes again, boys. Careful, careful. (laughs) Shh, careful. 
if you don't like us laughing at our own jokes, send us feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Sit and spin, people. Uh, look, this is where we get to pick. We make we, a better joke. Go on, go on. <laughs> if you'd like to send better jokes, send them to feedback at behindthepanels.net. No, no, we should. Say we should what? One more time. <laughs> no, we should. We should pull back the curtain. Every joke we've ever done has been sent into us. It's a, yeah. we're, we're just we're performing. Not actually writing. Yeah, yeah. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't improvise this. We don't even speak. We're not actually yeah. in this room right now. <laughs> we've got puppets. We've got people with it's pretty arms good up sound our editing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, we're basically if you go and look at our episode list um, on behindthepanels.net, there you start with issue eighty-five, which was the Dark Knight Strikes again, <laughs> <laughs> which is my pick of the year. Oh, <laughs> very the lead, David. Uh, which is our first episode back this year, right through to Krampus, which was our most recent. Oh, that was episode. my other pick of the year. Oh, right. So uh, what we decided to do is, is pick our favorite pick of the week from the books that we did this year. Um, and uh, not including our personal picks, which would be the obvious ones mm. to pick. Otherwise, we're just the last three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> It'll just uh, be an example in masturbation. What, what we've yeah. read in the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my, my pick is episode 123, the Panels Awards uh, episode. <laughs> this, this episode right now, Meta. No, um, actually, it's it's been a really big year for, for uh, episodes for us, apart from the 100th episode, which I loved doing, which we were in Melbourne and we got to do. Uh, interviews with Tom and Nicola mm-hmm. and and Wolfgang at Gestalt, um, and we just we just had a lot of fun looking back at the the, the ninety nine episodes that had preceded that one, and of course our first two live shows. God, I love doing those. That was at the Sydney Odds Comic Con this that year. That was a real highlight this that year. Was, so. That was so big for me because it was something I was so nervous about and so anticipating, and then it happened, and we had hundreds of people there. And you all seemed to enjoy it, and we picked up listeners as a result of it, and the world didn't fall apart, and it was fun. Yeah. And I want to do more. And as we said uh, last week, we've got more planned for next year. So I very much so forward to listen that. to last week's show. Go listen to last week's show. That's uh, the <laughs> Christmas special. And if it's and if it's all it's not Christmas anymore, then I don't know. It just was ten minutes ago. Or? Wait till July and celebrate it again. Or it something. was actually forty nine minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and rapidly fading. Um, my pick, my kick ass pick of the week of the year is uh, was got to be Black Hole. Yeah, uh, which was one uh, Dave brought to us, and, and we we saw in uh, Dawn of the Planet of Behind <laughs> the Apes. Uh, um, yeah. Which if, if you're <laughs> that's looking- when I really started pushing it because like even yeah. if the, like of all the books to teach a chimpanzee how to read, it's yeah. black hole. <laughs> yeah. So what's the deal with the tales, man? <laughs> I love it because it's everything I love in in film and literature. It, it, it's it's surreal. It's dark. It's kind of got. It's 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 a parable about adolescence and puberty and 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 anxiety around that through the filter of this really dark glass, you know, mm. and and I love it. It it was just it's a sort of book that I needed to read at that mm. point as well. So, uh, issue one hundred and seventeen of Behind the Panels. If you're going listening, we want to go back and listen to what we said about that. That is my favorite pick this year, David. Excellent. My favorite pick this year was actually an older book that you had told me about a long time ago, uh, which uh, took me a long time to get around to, but it had to be Fables. Ah, um, yes. Because I thought Fables was, was, I mean, this is a, uh, a unique read. It was funny. It was clever. Mm. It was, like with Krampus in the last episode, it was um it knew what it was talking about without cramming it down your throat. Yes. It basically yes. said, I know lots and lots and lots of things about fairy tales, but let's just have some fun with it. You know, and we got this wonderful world, this rich tapestry of characters. And 
I mean, Snow White has got to be mm. one of these the great female leads of a book. Absolutely, and and Mr. Wolf has got to be one of the great male leads. Yeah, uh, and one of the great detectives uh, yeah. of stories for a long time. This was a great read, and, and it has inspired me to go and buy all these deluxe editions, and I want to read everything and there is to do with that world. The beautiful so. thing about fables is I've read those first few volumes several times now. Like mm. a good fable. It, it gets richer in the retelling, yeah. you know, and I love that. And and most appropriately, um, we said it was Comics 101. And if you're going back and looking for the issue, it was issue one on, one, 101 hey, of Behind the Panels. So. I, also very important, Fables represents for me what this show is all about, which is basically discovery. Yeah. That idea of sharing our favorite books. And basically you say, this is a good book. You should read this. Yeah. You know, and we get to read it and then get to talk about it, you know. And that's what this show is all about. It's like when, uh, as, uh, as an example, when we brought uh, one of our personal picks to the table. And we'd throw a personal pick on the table yeah. and say, this is what we love. Yeah. What do you think? You know, and, and it's something I really want to concentrate more on next year is just the discovery aspect of yeah. the show, you know. Uh, finding stuff I wouldn't have thought to read and maybe loving it, maybe hating it. Yeah, who knows? Absolutely. Dave, your pick this year. Uh, mine's got to be Lock and Key. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like, where do you begin? I'm like a huge uh, science fiction fantasy nerd, you know, and uh, and horror fiction and gothic horror and American horror fiction, and this is just everything you ever wanted in a comic book. And then not only is the writing so good, it's the artwork as well, oh. which is truly, truly phenomenal. Uh, and it's just a it's it's a one on one oh one lesson on how to frame and draw and write a comic book. Yeah, Gabriel Rodriguez. It's a just, perfect, yeah. perfect, perfect story. I can I, I want to have a, a a key from it tattooed on me. That's how much I like this. I think you this should story. Yeah, I think you should. I and would. this is this is actually a good example. It changed of, my life of you know, introducing think, yeah. people to comics. My wife doesn't read a lot of comics. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, she yeah. has read Why the Last Man. I I, I kind of throw things down her throat every <laughs> now and again. Yeah. Go here, you Crazy. must read this. Well, yeah, you <laughs> must read this. And she goes, oh, okay, whatever. And then she was and goes, that was okay. She devoured Lock and Key. Mm, I yeah. gave it because she's a big Stephen King fan. I have borne witness to this coming here every week and seeing Katie up to another volume. It's of a Lock different and book. <laughs> yeah. And she yeah, I was just nerding week. out with her before about yeah. it. Yeah. And because Richard like- bought me for Christmas um, this the beautiful, beautiful like artist portfolio. Oh, of, it was like unbelievable. I almost, yeah. almost cried when I opened it. And yeah, so like he, <laughs> that's he, why I did that he, one to make he you knows, cry. <laughs> he knows how much like you know that I love that series. And, yeah, you know, yeah. And Katie and I were just pouring over them, and you guys were too. And oh, it's and what's really it's interesting, interesting. It's beautiful seeing it? that artwork in black and white. Yeah, 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 it's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. What's really interesting about a really good book when you can actually get absorbed by a really good book when you finish it. You're actually there's a desire mm. to read something else, and yeah. you move on to your next. So, like with Katie, she's now finished. This is just fresh in her mind, and I've said, okay, so what do we what do we give her next? Mm. And she's now graduated to that point where it's like maybe you should try Saga. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so it's like she's read Why the Last Man. She's familiar with his very different style. books. Very different, very books. different books. Yeah, but you sit there and go. She's in the mood for it now. She says she's read Why the Last Man. She's read Why the Last Man. Oh, okay, fantastic. Like there, are, work, so. there are a lot of like meals to have in comics. I think there, yeah. there are a yeah. lot of there are a lot of appetizers to have yeah. in comics. And the other book and I like, want to get yeah. uh, the other book I want to show her is Fables. So that's, yeah. Yeah. that's another one to go. Yeah. Has she read Seconds yet? Or? Not yet. No. Okay, that'd be interesting. Like, well, yeah. That's the, that's what's so hard about picking what's our favorite one. Because we read so much good stuff. Yeah, and year, I would have like, said something like Seconds, but yeah. we've, we've awarded that this mm. this issue already. Yes. I look, half the stuff we did this year, I loved. Well, I was thinking it was really hard choice for me because another book that I wanted to talk about was uh, Daredevil, Guardian Devil. Yes. Mm. Once again, this is a book that you guys were well-versed in. You guys have both read. I had never read it. Mm. And so for me, it was coming into it fresh, and it was a great book. I, I think 
Fables is a bigger vision. Yeah. So so many good yeah. ones like uh, you know Greg Rucker's The Punisher was great. Oh yeah. Uh, it's an amazing one. Uh, Spider Man Blue, Blue was Longbow phenomenal. Longbow Hunters Blue, is my favorite. Spider Man Blue brought a tear to my eyes. And, so. You know, I could have almost chosen Transmetropolitan, mm. which is one you brought to the table, and I just adored. This, yeah. It was a book that I had a, an idea of in my mind. I think I said this uh, when we recorded this last week. I had an idea of this book in my mind, and then it was exactly what I thought it was going to be, and that was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and that, that's what this show's about. I, yes. I absolutely love this. Mm. Um, Comics so, really can change your life, guys. They, they, totally they can. really can. Yeah. And it's, it's sometimes it's just finding that right that right way in. Like, yeah, it's like it's like great literature because like they they're very personal, private things, and you know, it's just you that it, it, that has it. You know, mm. you're not watching with hundreds and, of people and sharing it in a movie or on TV. You know where other people can hear it. It's it's how you read the voices in your head, yeah. and it's just like, and, like and that's I, they really can affect you in amazing ways. I always say this about comics: it's it's one of the few mediums where you're using all those things in your head because you're you're making the connection between the panels yourself. You're making the movement yourself. You're mm. you, you're actively reading and and absorbing visuals at the same time, and 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 doing that in a, in in a, in a way that's unique. Uh, the format is unique to comics. There's no well, other medium that quite does it that mm, way. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're you're the one who's making the characters. Yeah, come to life. exactly. You've got words and pictures, and your mm. brain is making it all happen. And you could say that about a novel as well. But you're, there's a certain uh, two parts of your brain that are working together with a comic mm, book, mm. and and I think there's something when it's done really, really well. There's something really special about that, as, as Dave mm. said far more eloquently than I just. Did. Oh, <laughs> uh, but it's uh, that pfft me. No, it's no, the wrong show. To is, I, did, I, did, no, I just, <laughs> but if you if you are interested, I just in, felt that I didn't say it eloquently at all. If, if, <laughs> if, if you are interested, in, uh, go to podcastpillarfort.com, uh, where there'll be several new episodes up shortly. Yeah, whenever all I, little short ones, all little short ones. Um, the it's time for the audience awards, which I think is appropriate time to play some girl from Impanima. I think. Hey, girl. Uh, look, just to, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read out the feedback we got really quickly because there's a lot of it. Uh, Hit a Man says that his fave series of 2014, he stopped reading the list after Multiversity. There's simply nothing better. <laughs> he said his fave continuing series is uh, What is the Hype Over Saga? It's really not that amazing. Just Romeo, <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Uh, Earth 2 was his pick. Well, Earth 2 is um, a good book. So. Uh, Australian release, Winter City, cool book, no pun intended. Event Future's End has been delivering. Um, original graphic novels town of Black Canary. I must be seeming like a DC fanboy at this point, but I love both characters. Can't uh, blame you for yeah, that. Yeah, we felt the same way. Uh, we love these characters. Movie if Guardians doesn't win, someone better eat a shoe. Don't worry. <laughs> you're safe on that. Uh, series Arrow is excellent, but Flash is just so much fun, so I can have my vote. Veil Decares. Kick-ass pick of the week. Guardian Devil. Hey. Uh, do we get to vote for this one? Yes, you do if you want to. Most excited about next year Convergence. We will be talking in a moment about the stuff we're excited about next year. Yeah. Paul Bedford just tagged Craig Bruin. I don't know if that was a, if that was a vote for Craig Bruin or if you're just letting him know we nominated him. <laughs> but let's just call that as, as Paul's uh, vote for uh, uh, From Above. Okay. Uh, John Friswell says, Sadly, I don't think I bought any new comics since Comixology went Amazon. I got sick of their clunky system and website and gradually I never went back. They have actually just added an instant purchase thing again in Comixology. So you might want to go and check that out. Really? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't gone into the, uh, as far the as I know, that, iOS app for a while. Yeah, so, so go back in there and have a look at it. Craig Bruin, who was nominated, actually said this. Also, from- but can, can I just go back one second, though? Yeah. 
I've actually got used to doing the website Comixology. You go in there, you have your you have your PayPal account linked to it. Yeah. It's one click purchasing. You click on it, it goes straight to your PayPal. It's done, and then it syncs automatically to your iPad. Yeah. So it's not that much. It's extra. not that much harder, and it it's really it is worth keeping up with it. And I so. honestly think that's going to be the future of these things as well. Yeah. So just just watch out for that. Uh, Greg Bruin, Craig Bruin, sorry, I'll get that right. Who's actually nominated uh, this week is uh, this this month, this month, this year, whatever. Uh, <laughs> he says there's some great books in there. Black Science is really brown. Brown. It's getting very late. <laughs> Black Science has really blown me away this year. Definitely stand out for me. I'm a huge fan of Matteo Scalera's art. Yeah, it is beautiful. And apparently Black Paul Science. Bedford's a fan of yours. So. Yes, well, there you go. Uh, Nancy Lars says, how do I choose uh, with the comic TV series and movies since they've all been so awesome this year? Yeah, absolutely right. Agreed. Uh, Constant Ockel- Constance Ockelman says that uh, international books, Black Science and Fatal, uh, her favourites, and from uh, from Australia, uh, from above, oi oi oi, and Bullet Gal, which is one I've got copies of sitting in my inbox, but I haven't uh, looked at yet. Our good friend Matthew White or Snake Oz had said, "Okay, the best books I've heard about is Harlequin Scratch and Sniff. <laughs> that podcast is one of the funniest this year. Um, if it's based on books I've read, Arrow season two point five, which is the digital comic book, right? The Flash and Tomb Raider are all up there. Tomb Raider, good yeah. book. Yeah, I've forgotten all about Gail that Simone's one. Gail Tomb Raider, yeah, good, really, book. really, really good." Uh, from TV agents, Arrow, Agents of Shield, Arrow, Flash, and Constantine. With Arrow, a clear winner for Matthew. Fair enough. Uh, movies can't go past Guardians. <laughs> all the all the minute and thirty nine seconds of that thing JJ is doing. More on that. In a moment. <laughs> um, and for his best of uh, two thousand fifteen, see the minute and thirty nine above. Uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. He's looking forward to and Agent Carter. Oh, here, here. Uh, Andrew Bergen said that he'd go with uh, Velvet and the Fade Out for overseas material Excellent. and locally from above and that All Star Bulletproof Kid. Another one for us to check yeah, out. There you go. And Nat Carmichael says we had a lot of feedback on this. Mm. Uh, says on behalf of everyone who has worked on Oi Oi Oi, thanks for the kudos. Very good. So. Uh, which brings us to what we're most excited about next year. 2015 looks set to be the year of the geek. It's a time to look ahead. Uh, we're recording to Back to the Future Part 2 next year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> we'll be getting Jaws 19 and shoes that don't require us to know how to tie our own laces. Uh, if we had our own copy of Grey's Sports Almanac, oh, I love the name of that, uh, what would we bet on next year? Now, just going through this list really quickly, I'll just read these ones out. Um, I, I don't think that sentence made any sense in retrospect. That's okay. Um, Agent Carter from ABC, Avengers Age, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man. No, wait, wait. <laughs> Avengers? Age of Ultron! Oh, Thank you. sorry. I, I, I shouldn't let the, the year pass without. Can we just do that again? Because I think that has been my favourite thing this year. Is Dave saying Avengers? Age of Ultron! Thank you. That's good. Thank you. That's good stuff. Uh, It'll be well, sad when it's released, eh? <laughs> Don't you love it, though? Even going back up there, like that comment was written with like the way I've pronounced it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like what have we done to We've our listeners? we started a mini meme. Yeah, like, like now people are, people are going to go up and buy tickets and, you know, one they're ticket. Gonna go, they're going to go up to the ticket box yeah. and they're going to say, excuse yeah. me, can I have one ticket to Avengers? Hey, Jim Ultron! Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, it's gotten to that point where you can't hear it any other way. No, I, like, can't, yeah. I really can't. And, and when there's a book called Avengers Rage of Ultron coming out next year, which I'm just, it's going gonna, it's gonna to mess me up. Ant-Man's coming out next year as well, which I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to. Because it, it yep. could, I could go either way, but I'm really looking forward to it. In terms of comics events, uh, Convergence, which we spoke about last week's show, is going to be massive. Listen, we went into lots of detail about that last yeah. week. This is DC's, I think, crisis by any other name. We could be looking at another DC reboot shortly. On the flip side, we have Marvel's Secret Wars, which seems to be bringing back a whole lot of old events mm-hmm. as well. So very, very curious about that. 
Uh, on the TV front, um, we mentioned Agent Carter coming in next year, and of course the return of all the shows we yeah, mentioned yeah. before. But of course, Daredevil's uh, series for Marvel, the, first the, the Netflix, Netflix series, yeah. and I think uh, uh, AKA Jessica Jones is immediately following that. I, the only reason it's not on this list is because I don't know if it's going to immediately follow next year. Mm. Or if it'll be a yeah, bit we haven't got a confirmation track. on mm. date, and uh, there's also that rumored there's also a rumored other movie, but we're not yeah. sure if that's happening. Yeah, it's, the no. same, it's, it's the same thing. Same thing with like the preacher and the scalp series. Like they're not they're not official yet. Or preacher's been greenlit, but that's all we know. But yeah, we might get a pilot yeah. late next yeah. year. Yeah, but it well, might not get picked up for series. For and say, we'll probably you know. get the Walking Dead spinoff next year as well. Like late, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. fall next year, U.S. fall next year. I've got to mention it because it's on the list, and I'm I'm interested in out of morbid curiosity, which is the Fantastic Four movie that's that's coming out film, next. Yeah. yeah, that's a real yeah, yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, it's, it's not real. We yeah. still haven't seen anything from it, so I'm not convinced no. it's it's happening yet. We have seen footage from Star Wars, which comes out in December. Uh, Fantastic Four comes out in July, June, July. So they say we've not seen a still from it. Not yeah. even a logo. Not nothing. even a logo. And not you know, even, not even a single you know they're serious the about a film when they yeah. make a logo because Marvel's got logos for yeah. all their films through to 2020. Yeah. Including the scratched up Guardians. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is brilliant. But let's face it, the thing that we're looking forward to most oh, next year mm. is the aforementioned Star Wars The Force Awakens. Less than a year away. <laughs> uh, that was... And do you know, I, I looked at our video of us reacting oh, to the trailer. To? It's over 5,000 <laughs> 5,000 people have watched the three of us sit still in a room <laughs> watching a freaking trailer. And God bless you all. God bless the mother flipping lot of you. Uh, so that is it. Go watch it another 5,000 Go and watch another 5,000 times. Another 5, it's monetized. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, have you know, do you know all the lines of dialogue now? <laughs> There's been an awakening. Can you feel it? <laughs> the dark side and the light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been, by any definition, an amazing, wonderful, horrible, fantastic year. Uh, this has been, uh, on a personal level, I want to thank everyone who reached out to me when I kind of had a little moment there during May and June earlier this year. And uh, But we, more than anything, I want to thank everyone who's been on the show this year. Our guests, Ryan K. Lindsay, uh, Freddie E. Williams II, Nicholas Scott, of yes. course, Tom Taylor, uh, Andrew Constant was on the show. Have I forgotten? Oh, uh, uh, Laramie Taylor uh, was on the show. And <laughs> I just hit myself in the, the nose of the monster. Thank you. <laughs> let's, let's not forget uh, uh, um, um, Mary. Oh, Mary Amber, oh, who was our yep. first musical guest on this show. It was our first uh, time we had live music on this show. Yeah, so. it, it's been an amazing year for that. Um, I think I was re- as a show. It's, it's a year I've been really proud of the shows that we've put out. A lot of uh, stuff has happened. A lot hey. of stuff has happened. Yeah. We mentioned we had the hundredth episode this year, which I was just I just loved doing. That was so much fun. The two live shows, David, just standing on stage with you doing that show was just. Mind blowing, and I want to do that often. It reminded me of why I love this show. It's like, yeah, yeah. and it reminded me that we have an audience and they enjoy it. Speaking of which, I want to thank uh, all the people. I almost named uh, the audience award the John D Memorial Award, <laughs> <laughs> just as a joke. And there is your mention, sir, for this week. So we've got to mention people like, and I'm going to forget someone to apologize. Oh, I know, we've forgotten to mention who's that? Spider Island. Spider Island. <laughs> so yeah, thank, thanks, uh, Matt. Um, no, 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 Mike Wheeler. Mike Wheeler. Sorry, uh, it's coming, guys. <laughs> no, I'm calling. I'm calling. 
<laughs> I'm calling him Matt because he won't stop mentioning Spider Island. So I'm going to get his name wrong until, <laughs> until we stop making him mentions. No, I've got to thank, or we've got to thank Mark Wheeler, but we've got to thank John D, John Hammond, of course, yes. as well. Uh, we've got to thank people like Alessio Denuzio. Uh, we've got to thank people like Matthew Kay. We've got to thank people like. Uh, we mentioned uh, God. I'm going to start forgetting people in a minute. Uh, well, why are you thinking John about- Friswell, who who writes into us uh, fairly regularly. Uh, the people I mentioned before who wrote into us: Nancy La, uh, Paul Bedford, of course, uh, who who has been a constant supporter of the mm. show, as well as a fantastic who creator. Who loves Craig Bruin? So. Who loves Craig Bruin and Craig Bruin himself? Mm. Uh, we've got to thank uh, Matthew White. Uh, mm. I've got to mention as well, who has been a fan of ours. And, and a supporter of ours yes. since the Geek Actually days, the, the earliest mm-hmm. Geek Actually days. Um, there are people I'm forgetting, and I'm really sorry, anyone who's reached out on Twitter, Look, anyone you know who's who reached out are. on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know who we are. If I've forgotten anyone, I'll mention you next year. I, I do want to mention one person. I want to thank very – and this is going to sound kind of sappy, but I really, really want to thank – uh, my son Nicholas, and particularly my wife Katie, who put up with us yes. every week in the mm. studio here. Um, and I mean, not only that, we got here today to record these shows late. She'd made us all dinner. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, she is an angel, and thank you very much. And I love thank you, very you much. Katie. Yeah, no, absolutely, mm. and and you guys as well. I got to thank you guys. Yeah. You've been uh, nothing but supportive to me mm. this year. And uh, reason I keep doing the show is just to hang out with you guys and mm. talk about comics. Absolutely. So love the show. You will get much more. And of thank this you, show. Richard, for putting this together. Together every week. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And I want to thank myself for being so awesome. Oh, shut up. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. No, this so is I, a I want to thank you guys yeah, yeah. for not firing me. <laughs> I think we stopped making that joke you know, a while ago because there's no way we're getting rid of you, dude. You're the only reason anyone listens to this show. Uh, we would not have Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Daughter Justice. Avengers. <laughs> Oh, you're fired. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, without you. But so, look, thank you, everyone, who's, who's listened to this year. It's been a fantastic ride. We will be coming back next year with a huge mm. pick. We will Should be- we reveal it? No. Oh, let's reveal it. Let's no, do it. No, we shouldn't. No, oh, we should let's do, do it. it. You, you start- need to start reading yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to be doing coming back with Marvel's Civil War. Now, Marvel. let's, clarify, let's clarify. What we're really. No, let's keep fo- it vague. Yeah. <laughs> what we're focusing on is the actual event, Civil War. So the seven issue. However, there are 100 and I think 29 tie ins. Thereabouts. Uh, that go around Civil War. Actually, I think it's more. I think it's about 150 or something. Yeah. But anyway, these are all tie ins. These are not required reading. Mm. I, um, I did an abridgment of it. You did. And I think Richard's going to post that maybe. Yeah, I might put yeah. that list up somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Just and so. Those aren't required reading. We are really looking at the Civil War uh, miniseries itself, which is available as a trade. Uh, but if you feel like reading along, we will be mm. talking about the tie-ins. So yes, uh, can we just say can can they read Frontline? Yeah, Frontline's man, pretty good. Frontline's so good. Yeah, Frontline's pretty good. So I mean, I've not read any of this, so I'm gonna be like, this is where we get the Marvel boy nerd out. Yeah, <laughs> so oh, you're gonna have a field day. You are. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good. Civil War. The more you read of Civil War, the better. Civil I think. War yeah. and Siege. The more you know. <laughs> Civil I'll buy War that and Siege represent how you do an event right. Mm. So this is why it's nice to come back with this. After all of our hard talk on events, this is we can come back and we'll show you what a real event is like. Yeah. You know? So. Well, boys, I'm exhausted. We've done mm-hmm. many, many episodes this year. Two, mm-hmm. two of them tonight. Let's have a holiday. Let's have a holiday. Yeah. We will be back uh, in 2015, probably around the 11th-ish, something like that. Somewhere around So there. it gives us a good two, three weeks off mm-hmm. this show. But uh, until next year, I'm Richard Gray. I'm David McVeigh. I'm David Longo. And this has been another year 
of Behind the Panels. Thank you for joining us in the Panels Cave. Have a happy and safe new year. Behind the Panels is a production of geekactually.com. This is Amy Barker speaking.